it's all very well developing an amazing progressive mindset. But have you given any thought to the people that surround you? Listen into this week's episode to learn about developing an awesome inner circle and how it can help you, your mindset and your purpose-led business flourish. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I am your host, Lucy Orton. I am the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology and I transform female purpose-led entrepreneurs from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome suffering, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and move away from self-sabotage into rock-solid self-belief, supercharged confidence and amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because we so need your voice in the world right now more than ever. I am incredibly grateful to have you here. If you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success archives, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link in the show notes and you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more female purpose-led entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every message and every review I receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy today's show and I'm rooting for you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello and let's get going with today's episode, which is all about the people that surround you and why that matters for your life and for your purpose-led business. Now, you may have heard the famous Jim Rohn quote, which is all about the five people that surround you. So his quote says, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, there's some argument in the research world about the veracity of this statement, whether it's actually wider than that. And there's some really interesting research actually that shows that the friends of your friends also really influence you, even if you don't meet them. But I think it's absolutely certain that our friends become so much of our belief system. They become so interlinked with how we think about the world, what we talk about, what we believe is possible. And we really need to take care when choosing and selecting the five people as a nice number to consider that's quite manageable that we spend the most time with and that we spend the most headspace on. And of course, this can also mean people who are not necessarily chosen or selected friends, but 
are people that we come into contact with through our work, through our social lives, and we end up spending a huge proportion of our time with them. So whenever possible, it's really key to choose and select to make up for the fact that sometimes there are people that we have to interact with that maybe are not our first tier choice of regular contact. Now, I know that personally, when I look back over my life so far, I'm 40, I can see how I was, despite being a very independent person with a very clear idea of what I wanted most of the time in those 40 years, I definitely was influenced by the cohorts of people that I was surrounded by at different points in my life. So when I worked in the advertising and marketing world, I was surrounded by hugely talented ambitious and very clever young mainly people and that influenced my worldview it influenced the ability to see a world where I could travel where I could work overseas where I could put my heart and soul into what I was doing and you know if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time you'll know that that wasn't for me advertising and marketing it was something else but definitely I felt that I grew by being surrounded by those people At a second point in my life, a second part of my life, when I started on my purpose-led journey, I was surrounded by those working in the public sector. And I became aware of what it was like to experience working with people day in, day out, who had a huge sense of purpose and service, and who really wanted to make the world a better place on a very human level. And I absolutely loved that. And I learned so much from those people. And now when I'm in my business journey and have been for quite some time, I surround myself with business owners, whether that's through my clients or whether it's through masterminds and coaching programs that I take part in myself. And I find that fascinating how being surrounded by people who are succeeding, who are doing well, who have met with failure and who have overcome those difficulties and issues can really buoy you up and, again, open your mindset, increase your belief system to accept that amazing things can happen for you also. So I really believe those cohorts of people, the five people that we're thinking about from the Jim Rohn quote, but also the wider spectrum of people that you are spending your time and energy with makes such a difference in terms of directing our future, giving us those new ideas and widen our horizons. And it's, again, super powerful when we make conscious choices in that direction. And I've talked before on the podcast about this lovely positive psychology concept of the end of the story, which is that feeling that we have grown and that we are done with all our development. And it's not true. Actually, we're going to keep growing, keep developing. We're really changing and learning and reflecting all the time. And that is the beauty of life. So again, knowing that whether we're thinking of the five people or we're thinking of the wider group of people that surround us will change is also quite empowering. It opens up the possibility for new intentions in years to come and allows us to have that experimental mindset that nothing is forever, but it is for now. And we can absolutely make changes that improve our day-to-day, improve our present experience, safe in the knowledge that things will continue to twist and change and develop because the future is, by its very nature, uncertain. 
In today's episode, I'm going to talk about why those people you hold close are so important to you when you are on a purpose-led business journey. Next, I'm going to talk about the influence of others more generally and why it matters. And then I'm going to give some tips and ideas for how to select those people and select really an inner circle for your success in terms of your business. And I'll end with some practical ideas about finding your people. Now, this may all sound a bit Machiavellian, like you're going to (laughs) do some kind of Simon Cowell judgment on all of the people in your lives. And it's really not like that. But when we get a little bit more intentional, it can really help us in our purpose-led journey because it matters what we're pouring in to our brains. And that brings me on to this question of why the people that closely associate with you are so important when you're on this purpose-led journey. Well, it's because when you start to be a business owner, have this strong sense of purpose, you are often also going down a path of more self-reflection, more thinking and moments to be intentional, to create a new day-to-day reality for yourselves. And when you're creating your own environment, choosing your colleagues, maybe you're choosing hires or people that you're going to partner and collaborate with, When you are your own human resources department and your own CEO, your own boss, you do start to look at the people around you in a different way. And sometimes that's to be incredibly appreciative of the people around you. And other times it might be the opposite, that you start to realise where there are people in your life who are not positive. In fact, they might be toxic and it might be better if you can remove their influence or dampen it to the point where it's not affecting you. Also, I think it's really true that when we work on ourselves and our own mindset, we really start to notice traits in others, areas where we might want to reduce a certain mindset gremlin, for example, perfectionism or obsessive thinking. Suddenly we can recognise in those around us and it will give us that extra insight in to who it is we want in our team, who we want to be liaising with, who we want to be sharing our wins with. As Brene Brown talks about, you don't have to share your story with everyone. And when we select, especially when we're in a business journey, who we share with, we can really help our mindsets, keep ourselves on the straight and narrow, which could look like withholding conversations from certain individuals who don't understand, who are not in the same world, who might have a more negative skew on risk-taking or being brave or visibility or might be dealing with their own issues. And we can protect ourselves from any of that negativity by intentionally choosing who we share with. So this leads me on nicely to the next section, which is all about the influence of others and why it matters. 
Now, a lot of this is about your own mindset. And if you go back a few episodes to one of the most popular, in fact, the most popular for this year's episodes is worrying about what other people think has no place in your business and your business mindset. It's a really great episode. I'll pop the link in the show notes. And that episode talks about how really we have to disregard the thoughts that other people might be having about what we're doing and instead focus on what we know to be true, what we reflect on, what we trust ourselves with. But it's still really important to think about that wider impact of the people that you associate with. And as I touched on right at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned about this research that suggests that not only do our friends influence whether we're going to be happier, whether we're going to be overweight or obese, whether we're going to be smokers, but the friends of those friends influence us too. So there is a group effect. There's something that we can't necessarily see or control, but we are massively influenced by those around us. So when possible for both your business, your business progress and success and your wider enjoyment of your life, be intentional about those inputs. Be intentional about what you're soaking up and who you are surrounding yourself with because these people really do matter and it can really be so interconnected when we spend time with people outside of our business and they get into our heads inside of our business. So whenever possible, remove those truly toxic people and seek out those people that build you up. And that brings me on to my next point, which is about how we select this inner circle for success. Asking ourselves some questions about the people in our lives and maybe the gaps that might exist can be really useful here. So who is it that builds you up? Who has your back and encourages you? Who champions you when it comes to the things in life that you are trying to do when you're doing something new and fresh and maybe different or risky compared to the status quo? Who complements your skills? Who brings something completely different to the table, but is really beneficial to be around for both of you? You really kind of complement each other and work together well. Who bolsters your self-belief? Who reminds you of how far you've come? And who is also not a yes woman, but will challenge you at times? Who has a mindset that you think is pretty progressive and healthy and forward thinking? Who do you aspire to be like? Who inspires you? And I think this is also where working with a coach can be super valuable because I know from my own personal experience of working with coaches to get that different perspective, to get that viewpoint and that tweak in your mindset on a particular issue is so incredibly valuable and no amount of self-coaching would have got you to that point. I know that's definitely been the case for me with some of the coaches that I work with. If you are interested in learning about how we could work together, then do get in touch using the link in the show notes or going to bit.ly forward slash self-sabotage call. I would love to hold a self-sabotage breakthrough call with you and talk about how I can be your champion and I can help you push forward with your amazing goals and dreams for both your life and your business. Now, let's move on to the final section of the podcast, which is some practical ideas for finding those people. If you have identified some gaps, if you feel you could do with 
a different perspective on what it is you're working on at the moment or just your wider life goals, then there are lots of ways that you can do this. And in fact, this is really an area where COVID has been a huge silver lining because the online options for you, which is what I want to talk about first, are so varied. There is a home for everyone on the internet. And by finding a community of people, whether that's in your industry. So for example, I worked with Holly Miles at the Sisterhood of Arts, which is a charity and a network for women in the arts. And it's all about this kind of support, being with like-minded people, or whether it's a business mastermind or a coaching program like working with me, which is a hybrid one-to-one with a group element. There are so many communities out there that you can seek out and really find the one that fits you like a glove. I think another area which is also in COVID times very, very accessible online is networking. And again, some people are not keen on networking. They didn't like the old style of kind of going to a big hall and meeting people face to face. But in this new world, there are so many options for much more low key, much more friendly, much less pressured networking events. So whether that's going to launch parties for books or whether that's joining a LinkedIn networking event on a weekday, there are so many ways that we can network. And new apps even like Clubhouse can be a fantastic way to connect and find new people who have similar interests to us. Some of the niches on Clubhouse and more widely on the internet are so specific. I spoke at a talk a few months back on positive psychology in the hotel world, in the workplace of hotels. So very, very niche and would be really in and could be really inspiring for people who are working in that exact industry. The other area that is really powerful is reconnecting with old contacts. Often when we start new things or when we're early on in our business journey, we can recognise there are other people who have already trodden this path before us and we already know them. Now, again, COVID, I think, has been a really great icebreaker for this kind of reconnection. It's not quite the same thing, but I think I've mentioned before my lovely friend, Laura, who lives in Colorado. We used to live together in San Francisco and we now speak fortnightly. Before coronavirus, we just wouldn't have made the time or the priority to do that. But now it's a habit and it's incredibly beneficial for both of us and also just really lovely. But in general, we often have this treasure chest of old connections, people that we can talk to about the things we're going through, whether that's in business, in parenting, in relationships. It therefore can be really easy to start to stir up those embers and create something new and bring someone who has been a great part of your life in the past, maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, but could be part of a very present inner circle. And I really believe in the power of small actions to create fantastic change. And one of my business besties is actually someone that I went to school with. My lovely, lovely friend, Sarah Weaver, who is an awesome emotional health and parenting expert and has a specialism within highly sensitive kids. Check her out if you have a child who is highly sensitive. She is awesome. She and I were in A-level French classes together and GCSE French classes together, and we were never particularly close. But from a message that I sent her years and years later about her business and her work in coaching and mindset, 
I was able to begin and strike up a fantastic friendship that has really been so incredibly valuable to both of us. We really don't know what we're going to uncover when we think about those people who have played a role in our past, but might also have some kind of key for unlocking our future. So if this episode has made you feel that you should freshen up your inner circle, I hope that you now have some ideas for ways that you can do that. It might be that you can join a book club of people reading like-minded texts. I was talking with a friend today who has spent the entirety of lockdown reading a different development book every month through an online book club. Or it might be that as the world opens up again, it feels like the right time to start something new, to go out and meet new people and to really live a life that is more intentional and therefore create that new inner circle around yourself. I hope that you found this week's episode really helpful. It's been great creating it for you. And I am looking forward to being back here at the same time next week for another episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Take care, have an awesome week ahead, and I am cheering you on as always. Bye for now.